This is our worship service 289 on May 8, 2022, and I am Gian, the founding pastor of Odessa, Texas. We will love for you if you can go to the website and download the bulletin, vchurch.us. Look for that tab and then search for the date, May 8th. Or if you are watching in the comfort of your home on your big TV, just grab your phone, open the camera, point towards the QR code, and then click on that link. There you will be able to download the bulletin of today's teaching. We want to thank you for your support. Dear church members, we are nothing without the Lord and we are nothing without you, church members. The purpose of the church is to put the church members together in one spirit, all together working towards the same goal, which is to exalt the name of Jesus, learn God's word, edify one another, and reach out. And we can do this thanks to your faithful support and your contributions from the bottom of our hearts, we say thank you. Thank you, Sebastian, for the work you are doing with our IT broadcast, and also to each one of our specialists in software doing this possible to distribute everywhere online that they can. On this beautiful day, who doesn't want to be with his mom, with her mom? We all love the idea of being around our mothers and enjoy the the love, the affection, the touch, all those beautiful things that we experience with our mothers. My mother is in heaven. She went to the Lord six years ago. And uh, I'm sorry, seven years ago. <laughs> Let me tell you, time passed by quickly. But I miss my mom very, very much. So to heaven, mwah, mamita, love to you and kisses. Lord Jesus is taking good care of you out there, so I'm happy knowing that I'll see you one day in heaven. But you, my friend, you have the opportunity to be with your mom today or the next day or the following day. It doesn't matter. The important is that you honor your mom and your grandma and every mother that you know because it is a very hard occupation, you know, a very hard task. Nobody can do what moms do. Nobody, just a mom, understand what is the meaning of being a mom. Thank you, all moms, for what you do. So today I want us to reflect on the scripture about a story of a mother. And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dear Lord, guide us through this reflection. The story comes from the book of Ruth. Chapter number one and verse one. So you want to read with me? <laughs> Absolutely. You want to do this. All right, let's go. Long ago, during the time the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. And a man named Elimelech left the town of Bethlehem in Judah. He, his wife, and his two sons moved to the country of Moab. Famine. Do you know that beautiful stories take place in the middle of crisis, disappointment, and pain? This is what is happening here. There is a guy who sees that there is a big problem, right? Famine. There is no enough food. And he's a responsible guy. He's thinking, I got to do something to take care of my family. I need to feed 
my wife and my kids especially, my two sons. I got to do something. In the midst of that is when this story is going to evolve. But all began precisely in, a, in the middle of crisis, disappointment, and pain. Perhaps that's your case today. Perhaps you are longing for those days when you had your mom with you, or your spouse perhaps, or someone else. And you are just thinking how lucky some people are that they have their families together and you are alone. And perhaps you don't have anywhere else to go. Or maybe you are that mom, perhaps abandoned by children and their children or spouse or even parents. I want you to know that the beautiful Lord God Almighty, although he allows things in our lives, he always has a plan, and there is always hope in the name of Jesus. This story begins with a tragedy, famine. There is not enough food in an area, and this is a crisis. It's like losing your job. It's like not having employment anywhere, and you are searching and searching, and you don't have the money to take care of all the bills, and take care of the expenses, and make sure that your family is being taken care of. So that is disappointing. Disappointing also could be when you start a business with so much hope and you made efforts, tremendous efforts, working in numerous, numerous hours, uncountable days, putting so much energy and dedication, trying to please customers and working with many things that at the same, uh, at the time, at some point, simply the business didn't go well. What do you do then? Or perhaps your story is the story of illness. When you just can't figure it out. What, what is the reason why you are struggling with this health crisis? And there is pain. The same pain that anyone can experience when it's the time of abandonment or betrayal. Elimelech is a man who was in the midst of crisis, disappointment, and pain, and yet he thought, I got to do something. That is how this story begins in Ruth chapter 1, verse 1. But what else happens? Let's continue reading. The family traveled to the hill country of Moab and stayed there. Later, Naomi's husband, Elimelech, died. So only Naomi and her two sons were left. Her sons married women from the country of Moab. One wife's name was Orpha, and the other wife's name was Ruth. They lived in Moab about 10 years. Then both of Naomi's sons also died. So Naomi was left alone without her husband and her two sons. Are you thinking of disappointment and crisis? What about death? What about death? And experiencing the abandonment when you don't have now your husband. And now you have financial struggles to take care of the kids. But now also the two sons get married 
and you are now by yourself. The sons have their own families and they have their own life. For 30, I'm sorry, for 10 years, those kids, they have their families, they are probably happy with their wives, but there were no, there were no kids. So interesting. In 10 years, two sons that supposedly were okay, healthy, who knows? The point is, no kids. And there is Naomi. Naomi that followed Elimelech when he said, we, there is a famine here. We, we got to go to a place where we can find food. Moab was a very fertile area. So they were able to find food, job, who knows. But eventually when Elimelech dies, Naomi experienced probably one of the deepest pain that anyone can have is losing the spouse. Experiencing death in your family is painful. And truly there is a lot of abandonment because that person now is gone. And we wonder, what do we do now? Well, first of all is the emotional pain, right? And then you are thinking, and now how, how are we going to pay for the bills? The financial struggles may lead you to, to make some changes, correct? So she was just thinking, what, what can I do now? Without the husband and now the kids on their own, he's just, she's just thinking, I don't know, I got to do something with my life. But years passed by, and here's Naomi, expecting to see a kid one day, a grandkid. First year passed by, second year passed by, four, five, ten years, and nothing. And she is getting older. Getting older without the spouse, it could hurt. But also there are financial difficulties. So imagine, that's not a pretty scenario. And that is exactly what Naomi was experiencing. And now, in the midst of all that, now both of her sons died. If the death of a spouse is devastating, the death of a child could kill you. But imagine you have two. Your hope, and both of them die. That, my friend, that is a story. That is a place where we can think, I don't think that there is anything else that can go wrong. Well, many, thing, many other things can go wrong, you know that. But we are going to see what happens here in this story. Let's go to the next scripture. Now here in verse number six, we read, While Naomi was in the country of Moab, she heard that the Lord had helped his people. He had given food to his people in Judah. So Naomi decided to leave the hill country of Moab and go back home. Her daughters-in-law also decided to go with her. You know what is interesting? Is that although we know that the pain is real, like my friend Charlie says, the struggle is real. Because we go through struggles in life. 
Everyone suffers, and there are tough seasons in our lives. You know what is so interesting? That the Lord is always there for his people. And you can tell me that, and you can confirm that because you have lived it. Did you? I know you have, and also I have lived the same experience. We have seen the, the generous hand of our Lord coming to help us in the times that there was no hope. There was no job, no money to pay for this bill, no money to buy food, no money to buy anything. And suddenly the provision of God came. Miracles after miracles. We see that. We know that. But you know what is interesting in this particular case? It says that she heard that the Lord had helped his people. She heard. And you know, that tells you that there are, uh, like the, the Lord is always there for his people. There is always a witness willing to share with others that the Lord helps his people. And it is so interesting. People are going through difficulties somehow. Don't ask me how. But somehow there is going to be a believer that comes to share a testimony and says, I understand you. I know what you are going through. Perhaps you are that person today. Maybe you are the one in the struggle and suddenly somebody came close to you and said, I understand you, but I want to tell you this. There is one God in heaven that can help you. Let me share with you my testimony. Or maybe you, you are the witness. Maybe you are the one who knows of somebody that is struggling and you go to this person and says, I want to tell you something. I understand your pain. And I want to tell you my story. I went through pain as well. And this is my story. And this is how the Lord helped me. Because as the Lord is always there for his people, there also are always witnesses as long as someone listens and makes a decision. Here is Naomi hearing the testimonies. The, the witnesses came. They were sharing the testimony. And they will. But she was listening. And then she made the decision. How important, my friends. How important is that whomever is going through a difficulty is able to listen. And then this person has to make the decision. That is why one of the key ingredients when you are helping people is just to share what you can share whether it's a testimony or financial help or food or love or time, whatever, you share. But everyone has to make his own decision. People hear the testimonies constantly, how the Lord provides and helps and blesses everybody. But everyone must be the one making the decision saying, I'm going to believe, I'm going to listen, I'm going to go to do this, I'm going to read the Bible, I'm going to, to go to church, I'm going to pray, I'm going to, to put my trust in the Lord, I'm going to hope and believe that the Lord would do something for me. Because believing and doing things is something personal. And we all need to understand that. We need to give to everyone the same Benefit because it's their right to make their own decision. Of course, there are specific, uh, let's say, exceptions. 
with people with disabilities or little ones, etc. But majority of people, they need to make their own decision. And that is what Naomi was thinking. So she said, you know, I'm going to leave. I cannot stay here. I'm leaving. And the daughters-in-law, they say, we are going with you. <laughs> Verse 8 through 11. Let's read it together. Naomi said this. Each of you girls should go back home to your mother. I pray that the Lord will help each of you find a husband and a good home. Naomi kissed her daughters-in-law, and they all started crying. The daughter said, but we want to come with you and go to your family. But Naomi said, no, daughters, go back to your own homes. Go back to your own homes. Naomi said, I am too old to have a new husband. Even if I became pregnant tonight and had two sons, you will have to wait until they grew to become men before you could marry them. I cannot make you wait that long for husbands. That would make me very sad. And I am already sad enough. The Lord has done many things to me. My friend, this was very good thinking. In general, what Naomi was doing. He, she, she was thinking, you know, uh, I, I like the idea that you want to come along with me, girls. Orpha and uh, Naomi. I mean, and Ruth. Orpha and Ruth, I'm glad. But I'm too old. And the, the, our traditions say that if, if a son dies, the brother will marry the girl. But in my case, I'm too old. And if I get pregnant, supposedly I'm getting married and I get pregnant and I have sons, you will need to wait a lot. I don't want you to wait. So that was good. You know, sometimes analyzing your life is good for you and everyone else. But too much thinking without accountability might lead you to blame God for your circumstances. You know what? Naomi said, I am already sad enough the Lord has done many things to me. Here, we can see that she was thinking that all that she was going through, it was the Lord's fault. This is Naomi. This is Naomi. And that is a red flag. A red flag for anyone. When anyone says that is the Lord's fault, what they are going through, there is something that is not right in that picture. You know, there are laws, there are natural laws, like gravity. Accidents happen. This world is deteriorating. With age, when you are getting older, your body will start failing one way or other. Nobody is going to live forever on this, on this earth, not on this side of eternity. After eternity, it's a different story. But there are laws. How in the world is that people will just 
blame God for catastrophes, accidents, illnesses. And then, of course, the question comes all the time, why me? You know, here Naomi didn't say, why me? You know, that is what she was thinking. And then she says clearly, the things, the many things the Lord has done to me. Ooh, that is tough. That is why. Every time you go through difficulties in your life, it's good that you take your time to analyze and write what could be the reason for this, what could be the consequence of this decision and all that. All that is good. It's a good thing that you reflect on your life. But when you are thinking too much and you don't have anybody to rely on for those self-conversations with yourself and your own self and yourself, when you don't have that accountability with somebody, you can be in a big trap. You can be wrapped in mistake, being misled, or sell or self-deceived and ending up blaming the Lord. So honestly, my friend, now that you are going through whatever you are going through, are you blaming God for that particular situation? But let's continue reading because the scripture will actually tell us more about this story and then we will learn from it. Now, in verses 15 through 17, let's read. Eventually, Orpha left. Then Naomi said to Ruth, Look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her own people and to her own gods. Interesting. You should do the same. But Ruth, Ruth said, Don't force me to leave you. Don't force me to go back to my own people. Let me go with you. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you sleep, I will sleep. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die. And that is where I will be buried. I ask the Lord to punish me if I don't keep my promise. Only death will separate us. Let me tell you, this is the kind of statement that actually surprises tremendously anyone. The kind of commitment of someone with an elderly, especially. And get this, an elderly that is broke. An elderly who has no house, no transportation, no money, no relatives that you know, nothing. And yet, Ruth was so determined to go with Naomi everywhere because somehow she discovered in Naomi something that is so valuable on a person, which is devotion. Devotion. What is what we see everywhere in the world, my friends? Mothers devoting their lives, 
living an example of loyalty, love, and hard work. And of course, you remember your story. I remember my story. All the women in my family, grandmothers that I knew, because I, I had the privilege of knowing my two grandmothers, hardworking ladies. They work hard all their lives. My mother, hardworking lady. She worked all her life. And from there, I can tell you, one after the other, the examples of women that I know, like you know, and maybe you, lady, are one of those. Individuals with so much devotion that inspire others to be devoted. So, here's the interesting thing, that eventually when you are impacting the life of others, it's natural that the others are going to follow that path. That's why you see all over the world, women that are strong women, fighting for their children, fighting to feed their families, fighting to take care of their own parents sometimes, the elderly. Some women without children that never got married, that always had a purpose in life, fighting for something that was decent and honorable, a noble cause. And many of those women have been fighting for the cause of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the story that we have heard and we will always hear from women that were inspired by the devotion they saw in someone else. Who is that else? Their mom. <laughs> Their mom. Today, Mother's Day, I cannot tell anyone else, anything other than I admire the hardworking mothers, the moms that are always willing to sacrifice their own career sometimes, their own lives, they put them in the set aside and they say, right now what matters is my children, supporting my husband, supporting my, my, the future of my kids. I'll go with them. That's beautiful. Selfless, totally devoted to their families because they believe in the power of God and in the power of goodness. Good for you. I admire you if you are one of those. Good for you. And I have examples, you know, for years and years I have seen that in my own family. Now I am a grandfather. And I see the devotion of my own daughter as a career woman, as a wife, and as a mother. And I have seen that all my life. It's beautiful to be around of women that are strong enough to do what is right and to refuse to give in to the ways of the world. On the contrary, they decided to be loyal and faithful, continuing in the path that they needed to go in order to see their family succeeding. 
That's beautiful. And that is what Naomi saw that day. And Ruth, Ruth said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm sticking with the plan. Isn't it beautiful? So here in verses 18 and 19, Naomi saw that Ruth wanted very much to go with her. So Naomi stopped arguing with her. Naomi and Ruth traveled until they came to the town of Bethlehem. When the two women entered Bethlehem, all the people were very excited. So what is happening here? What is happening here is that Naomi eventually acknowledged that Ruth had the same devotion that she had. And then, as a result, she accepted the help that will come from Ruth. So you can do. Why are you surprised to see people with so much devotion around you? Is that really a surprise for you or is something that it will happen anyways? You know, you are a person so devoted to whatever is what you do. You are devoted to your family. You are devoted to the cause of our Lord Jesus Christ, the church, the gospel, the Bible. You are devoted to something. You have passion and you have you have been that person all your life. What do you think is going to happen with those that are around you? You are that log on fire in the chimney of your life. In the fireplace of your life, you have been that log on fire forever. So now perhaps the heat is started to go down because it's an old log, but yet still there is fire. So you need to learn to accept the help that can come from those who love you. Just like that. Grandma, old mama, you have done a great job all your life. Accept it and acknowledge that you have influenced the right way many people. Good for you. Congratulations. Praise God for your life. But if now is the time for you to receive the help from others, be like Naomi and say, okay, let's do it, Ruth. Or maybe you are Ruth. And it's time for you to go and lift up your Naomi and say, I'm sorry. I didn't see that before until now. Go and rescue your Naomi. Now, do you want to know what's happening next? Well, you will know it during our next worship service to be continued. Yes, my friend. Next Sunday, you will see what is the next event in the life of these two ladies, Naomi and Ruth. That will be on the worship service 290, May 15, 2022. The title is Barley. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I hope that the good Lord will continue to bless you. Because you want more from God. Let me read one more time here in this verse what happens. While Naomi was in the country of Moab, she heard that the Lord had helped his people, that he had given food to his people in Judah. So Naomi decided to leave the hill country of Moab and go back. Her daughters-in-law also decided to go with her. This story, although it was 
originated in the midst of crisis, disappointment, and pain, is getting to a place that you, you will be so happy to know the end of this story. But this story began in the middle of crisis, disappointment, and pain. But there were witnesses sharing with Naomi, the Lord is helping his people. The Lord is helping his people. And Naomi said, okay, well, let's go back there. The Lord is helping his people. So you must, must say today, I want to go back to the Lord. I want to come back to church. I want to come back to the kingdom. I'm, I want to get it right. My friend, the Holy Spirit is upon you right now. And he wants you to experience restoration in your life. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. This is the time to get it right. Maybe the crisis that you are going through and the disappointment and the pain has a purpose that you cannot see until now. Maybe this crisis was allowed by the good Lord. So you will be here right now in this particular moment of your life, realizing that blaming God is not the solution to anything. On the contrary, is by acknowledging that you need to be closer to God. The only way that you will get your life better. So I want to pray for you today, but I want to invite you to close your eyes, lift up your hands, and let me pray for you this prayer. Dear Lord, I pray that you will touch my friend here watching and restore my friend. And I want to ask you, Lord, for healing in the name of Jesus. Whoever is going through terrible headaches, like I, I can see right now in my heart, I can see somebody that is going through tremendous headaches and the Lord is healing you from those headaches. Somebody else has been struggling with tremendous problems in, in his throat, unable to even talk or eat. The Lord is healing you today. Somebody else had a problem with the right foot, something on your right foot and the Lord is healing you today. The, the Lord is touching people. Pain here in the abdomen is disappearing right now. In the name of Jesus, receive your healing. Arthritis, the Lord is healing someone in, in his esophagus. The Lord is healing people. The Lord is healing you. Just receive your healing. Receive, lift up your hands and receive your healing and say, this is for me. This is for me. I'm being healed in the name of Jesus. Fever is going away right now. Nauseous, going away. Be healed. Receive that healing, my friend. Thank you for being here with us today. If you don't mind, send me an email. Share with me your testimonial. Info at vchurch.us. That would be lovely to hear from you. And remember that the best blessing that we can receive is the forgiveness of our sins. According with John 3:16, God loved the world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not be lost, but have eternal life. Say it with me, I am forgiven in the name of Jesus. My life is new. The Holy Spirit dwells in me. 
My name is written in the book of life. I am eternal. I'm going to heaven. My life is new. Starting today, I am walking with the Lord Jesus Christ like never before. Thank you so much, my friend. It is a privilege for me and for everyone here in the church sharing with us this time of Mother's Day service on May 8th, 2022. If you want to share the service 289, find the link. Somebody's going to be blessed if you make that effort. Well, I want to tell you that for us here in the church, my wife Tracy and I, my son Sebastian, all the members of the team, all the church members, we are so delighted to tell you thank you. See you next weekend. And uh, remember, there are many, many videos that you can watch on mygiancarlo.com and bchurch.us. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful rest of your Sunday. Good morning. Let me invite you to download or install Gian TV, which is our Roku channel. If you have a Roku TV or a Roku device, don't hesitate to install this free, absolutely free Roku channel. You will be able to watch wonderful videos, all the categories that we have here. So go to search channels, search for Gian TV, and then hit install. Don't forget to give us a five stars if you like our videos. Thank you so much for watching. By Giancarlo Vicitoro. I know you have suffered, but what if you would have never met your mom because she died giving birth to you? That's the beginning of Simon's story. Then Simon's father died when he was only 15 years old. He was sent to a foster home where he was bullied, humiliated, and there was no one to protect him. But Simon decided to find a way to get his revenge by studying and becoming good at sports. He won a scholarship, and soon he started his own business, Simon Yardwork. Mean people were envious of his success, but one day, Simon met and fell in love with Jackie. They were happy until the FBI arrested Simon due to clues that incriminated him with several murdered people. Will Simon end up in prison? Don't miss the outcome of this story, The Best Revenge, the musical that will inspire everyone to pay good for evil. Go to mygiancarlo.com to purchase The Best Revenge on audio and video. Also you took all of my tears You make me feel loved, you make me feel good I love your words, you changed my world You make me feel loved, you make me feel good I love your words, you changed my world You Bye.
my life is falling apart if only there was somebody who sees that I'm not nobody how can somebody fix my heart my life is falling apart if only there was somebody who sees that I'm not nobody sing to me a love song again fly me on your airplane be my shining start tonight It is absolutely amazing what I am feeling. Never before I experienced what you have done to me. I know that in the past I didn't see things as I do now. But honestly, you have changed everything for me. And uh, I don't want to let it go. I don't want you to go anywhere. Stay here with me, by me, because you make me feel alive. And I know that you love me, and I love you. I love you with all of my heart. I belong to you. You brought me a new life, a life that is absolutely profound, real, and true. I feel alive, you make me fly, I'm in the clouds, you make me alive, this is my night, I'm gonna fight, I feel the wind, I'm gonna win, I feel alive, you make me fly, I'm in the clouds, Hey, 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 that's all, that's all, that's all, folks. <laughs> Time to go home. <laughs> Ciao.